0: Hello and welcome to an episode of the Point Forward Podcast. We are recording big episode 99 today, PJ, on a very cold, very snowy Wednesday night on the Wednesday before the All-Star break. Um, It's been a little bit quiet since the trade deadline ended last week, but uh, we are looking forward to All-Star weekend. Excited to talk about that. PJ, what's going on, man?
1: Can't wait for you to give me $20 when Team Giannis beats
0: LeBron. Oh, we bet 20 bucks on that, didn't we? Yeah. 99 basketballs. Yeah, I'm hoping that I can catch um, Soaring in as much of that game of as I can, but we'll see. <laughs> what are you singing? You 99
1: singing? red balloons
0: tonight. I don't think that's how it goes. Yeah, uh,
1: it's a Goldfinger version.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's a band. You, know, you ever heard of Superman? Nope. Yeah, you have. You ever played Tony Hawk? Yes. Yeah. You know, you know the Tony Hawk song. I don't okay. want to <laughs> sing it right now, but I don't have no, to.
0: No, no, no. I, I've got it in my head now. Okay. So you're talking about Nintendo Sixty Four, Tony Hawk. Yeah, everyone knows that song. The goat. Yeah. Okay. I know what you mean. Well, yeah. I the yeah. the biggest the big uh, what, narrative. We, oh,
1: what were we just talking about before that?
0: <laughs> All star break.
1: Yeah. No, you giving me twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm. looking Dude, forward remember
1: to... remember last year when I predicted Lari and you got the field and Lari almost took it and that was that was our bet last year.
0: It was very close.
1: Very and close. He was m- in the
0: finals. No, that's what I mean. He was like it was incredibly, incredibly close to him winning. Uh I don't who won it last year, do you remember? It was uh Spencer Dinwiddie. <sighs> Shout out Spencer Dinwiddie. Saving my ass there. Uh well I maybe think we'll that's have right, to, right? maybe we'll have to take another bet on that. that I
1: sure. just said that out I just pulled that out of my butt. Oh I've got I've got a I've got a bet for you. I get a player and you get the field for sure.
0: Okay. But do it's do you want to do it contest. now or do you want to tease
1: it? It's a dunk contest. We're teasing, oh, you it. want
0: mine.
1: We're teasing it. We're teasing it. We're teasing it. It's a I tease. Know, know. Okay. Yeah, I think I know you want. <laughs> I think I said it like yeah. two episodes ago or last week or sometime.
0: You want miles. Yeah.
1: yeah no. 100%. No, stop ruining the tease.
0: I'm sorry. Okay. All right, we'll we'll move You're on. You're
1: doing a bad Bye. job at this.
0: I am sorry. I'm 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 trying to improve myself every day, all right? Just bear with me.
1: I listen to uh, the tape every day and I I know I come to this episode and I know exactly what I need to do. Do you listen to it on half speed
0: so you can really No,
1: I listen to it on uh two times and then I listen to
0: it at one and a half and then I listen to it at normal. So you just listen to our own podcast. Like so the last one was an hour and a half. You listen to that. You know. <laughs> I don't know how it works out. That's a lot of time. <laughs> 45 minutes. At yeah, two. man, if you
1: want to get better at this, if you care about our listeners, you do it
0: too. All right, I'll start breaking out on film. That's my bad. Yeah.
1: No excuses. You're putting so out I bad tape done. right now. Real bad tape.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully the first couple of minutes of this podcast aren't considered bad tape. But uh, I mean...
1: You did propose a fake John Wall trade to open up our trade deadline podcast, so I don't know if you can get much, much worse tape on, on tape than that tape. tape. I stand
0: by it. Uh, New I mean, drinking if, game. Anytime we say tape, folks, take a drink. Yeah, you'd be drunk right now if, that, if we were playing that game for this episode. Are you drunk uh, right now? Let's talk about Paul George, PJ. Uh, sure. He especially after his performance um, on Monday night against the Trailblazers, having a 47-point triple-double, has been on an absolute tear lately, averaging 37 points over his last 10 games, just having career numbers over the course of the season. He's getting a lot of MVP buzz now. Do you think it's justified? Do you kind of put him up there? Uh, is this a three man race, or do you think that he's still kind of lagging behind the other two guys we've talked a lot about this season?
1: Yeah, our Giannis bet is in danger because a third a third member has entered the ring. Um,
0: we'll we'll get to that because I I don't know, but keep going.
1: Um, it's so I had because the the Paul George MVP stuff was was a cute kind of side story that we've heard kind of probably since december it's it's been really people have been putting together that argument and i laughed at it a lot and and really thought of like yes he's having like a. I wouldn't have said an mvp type season but like he's been very very good and i thought he was a lot to be defensive player as a hey man you had a really good season but you know you also are teammates with russell westbrook but you are the best player on this team this year, having a really great season. Um, here's the the defensive MVP. Like Joakim Noah got the defensive MVP or defense player of the year for the Bulls, like the one year Derek Rose was out and they just ran the offense through him. Cause like he had really good offensive numbers too. But he was he was he wasn't even his best defensive season as a bull and won it. Um so that was just the initial thing i related it to the most but after the last uh, i mean i guess when we were talking last week about how bad of a 2019 (laughs) andrew wiggins is that like since the start of the new year especially it's it's gotten ridiculous with some of the the things that paul george has done uh and in just the last couple weeks if you've caught anything now that there's no football maybe you're watching more basketball um you caught any, especially in the national games. Like, he's had some big moments in a couple of the national games the Thunder have had. And, uh, he did own Giannis on that dunk. I have to, I never addressed it. I didn't want to, but Paul George has made me. And so we have that to, to, to put into the fear of the Giannis uh, MVP portion. But no, it's legitimate. Like, I, I think he'd still be third for me. Um, I, I, I think he would have to sustain this for another couple weeks. And then he's would be going on like the, an 80 run the 81 on last year where it it turns into an old crap. Like, no, this is, it's a three man race for sure.
0: So I, I, if you were to ask me to rank players right now and kind of, if I would, if I had a vote in this, Still I would have him. I would have him third, but I do not have him up to like. I think it's if I was putting these in tiers, I'd have Giannis and Harden in that first tier, and then it's a pretty pretty solid step down to Paul George. Uh, oh, I I I, think,
1: I would have been there like three weeks ago, man. But I think it's he's he's in, he's crossed over at least. He's in he's in the club with them. He's in that first tier. I don't agree with that. I if mean I think that it's, I think this. it's a re-
0: yeah, sure, but if if Harden oh, yeah. is at third 30 games in a row he scored 30 plus points, he's averaging 37 points a game. He does not have as good of a supporting cast as Paul George does. Period. I know, we, I mean, all right, he has he has Chris Paul. Ball. Chris Paul's barely played this year. Chris Paul is old and past his prime. Russ has not been shooting well this year, but he's just as terrorizing defensively and everything else he does in the basketball court. So I think that what Giannis and Harden have been able to do individually for their teams is a step up from what Paul George has been able to do. Now, if Paul George is better on the defensive end compared to Harden, um, I don't, I don't think he's really that much better than what Giannis brings to the table defensively. He's not as good of a rim protector. And not as versatile as Giannis is, although he's he's up there. Um, are you, so wait, are you I talking just, now about Harden or Paul George? Paul George versus Giannis? Like I think that, man, I think the I think Giannis can do more things defensively than Paul George can. I don't think Paul George can go up against centers and be a problem. I think Giannis can. Yeah, I mean, okay. No, to, uh, I don't want to. Give me I mean, your counter argument if you don't agree with that. Well, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, Giannis is the ability, but Giannis, I can't, like, I don't really think Giannis could guard a one. I don't think he could guard a point guard consistently. I think he could do it at half court, but I think both of those guys could shut down probably 90% of the league's, like, best player. On another team for you know a possession, sure, or
0: at least make life difficult for them,
1: right? Yeah, like they're gonna, they both have their impact on both ends. Yes, um, I so think that's it's my kind point, of like right. Yeah, you're, but, but you're, you're, you're arguing because Giannis also doesn't have like a Steven Ad. I mean, Brooke Love has been really good on defense for him, but I, yeah, I so think I think what, that's I think my point in
0: this is that Giannis, sure, but Giannis can't shoot threes. He's shooting 22% on threes this year. Yeah. He does not have his number two option is Chris Middleton, who I like Chris Middleton. He is a solid guy to have in your like he is as your number two, three option, he's fine. Right. He's not as good. He is not in the same stratosphere as Russell Westbrook. So I, I have to like if Giannis is able to have better, like he plays in the East, but he is the best in the East. He could not put his team in a better position in the East. He's averaging 27 and almost 13 rebounds a game with almost six assists a game, and he's without shooting threes. His effective field goal percentage is almost 60. percent That's insane. Like those numbers, just those are better. Yeah, than some of those are like Paul Shaq. George's. I mean,
1: he's he's been getting compared to Shaq all season with some of his yeah. So that's my point. though. like
0: oh yeah, dude. I mean, that is another level above Paul George. That's all I'm saying. Like I I, Paul George up there if paul george finished the season so the last couple of months averaging 37 points a game and the thunder finishes the two seed that's a maybe maybe i'm changing my mind on this but, but he's been
1: good he's been i think he has been second tier good of mvp conversation all year the last couple of yeah, months he's I been agree very that. good i wish i had them but i i would like to see what his fourth quarter stats though have been in and, and this is just like a and I apologize, like this is an eye testing of the Thunder games I've watched, but in the fourth quarter of this this season at least, he has been very, very good for them. When they have been down, he has he has done a very good job helping lead them back into games. And there's been some games that they have been up and slowly let a lead and he has he has shut that down and and it has closed out games for them too. Uh, and is rightfully so earned his um, and I think for the better for this Thunder team is, like, in those moments, he is the default go-to for those shots and, and to close those games out. It's not Russell Westbrook anymore. And it, it's, you know, a big impact on why this, the Thunder are a legitimate, I think, for me at least right now, I would be betting on them to be playing the the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. Uh but, like, he is – he's been damn good, man. Like, I if I were to – if I had to pick for, like, fourth quarter-wise, there's maybe uh, – besides, I'd say, Steph and Katie and Harden, like, I might put Paul George fourth this se- – just for the season in general. Of, like, all right, close this game out for me, how they're playing –
0: I, I cannot knock any of that. He's been amazing. In the fourth quarter, he's been amazing as of late. I just for the reasons I just said. His team is having slightly more success than the Rockets, but I think just Harden has done so much more. Because he's, ha, I mean, he's had to. for a longer yeah. per, for a longer period of time. So, and but hey, so
1: so let me just and then we can kind of because I do have one funny with this um, Thunder related thing, but. So if Russell Westbrook, though, had God forbid, like been hurt and was if Paul George was putting these same numbers up and the Thunder was still winning games, is he in the tier two? Is he is he still in tier two for you, or is he is he up one because just Russell Westbrook isn't on the
0: court? I I think that if they had a stretch of 15, 20 games that Russ couldn't play and they and they during that time moved up in the standings in the West, I'd be much more inclined to have no paul i'm seeing
1: him putting the same number like him just contributing the same they have a replacement level basketball player in for russell westbrook
0: same over the course of the year same of what he's done in the last month this this like last month of of, of paul george let's say this yeah, last if month they, if 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 he does that and they win can win games without russ yes i think that means something
1: because i think they would still be winning games without russ this season if they miss him for a stretch, with how Paul George is playing right now, that's that is the bar I've crossed over in the last month. I think with him, how I mean, he's been maybe playing. man, but I mean, dude, I forget wanna... that Russell Westbrook is on the court at points. Of like, my focus in the last few Thunder game I've watched has, has gone from raw. It's like all on Paul George, and I, I have when like they were playing the Bucks, it was crap. Like, do not give Paul George the ball. Like, do not let him touch the ball again because he is going to score.
0: So Rusk is not shooting well at all, but you in the last this? two games you, you can, but let me say this quick. The <laughs> last two games, I mean Paul George has gone gangbusters and they beat two two good Western Conference teams in the Blazers and the Rockets. Yeah. Those were close games. They won by nine, although it was a two possession game late in the fourth against the Trailblazers, and they won by five against Houston. So you're telling me that Russ, despite having triple doubles in both of those games, you see the Thunder winning games like that, even if they don't have Russ. I'm not saying they can't happen, but you can't like I don't think oh, they yeah. win as many of those if you lose Russ.
1: Not over a course of the whole season, but I'm just saying in a short mo- like doing the same thing of, of what Harden was had to do in some way. I mean What Harden's doing is super impressive. I just think you're 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 setting the 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 Threshold for Paul George to get into there, into the club with Giannis and Harden a, a little higher than just because he has some bigger names on his team.
0: They've been so. I just they've been so good.
1: Yeah. I mean, no, like I just Harden I feel like Giannis it's more have, of an optics have better thing. Better numbers, yeah.
0: and I think have have been more impactful. And they have, they've they to don't have,
1: teams. but they don't have another MVP on their team, so that's why I think it's like he's. He's getting knocked for Russ being on his team even though like Russ isn't having a very Russ is averaging a triple double but like overall Russell Westbrook season it is not that impressive. Um, can I read these Russ stats? Cuz I sure, laugh really. Then, hard.
0: I, then I have a stat for you too. Go ahead.
1: So Russell Westbrook in this 10 game triple double streak, he is shooting 39.4% from the field, 25.7% from three pointer. 66.7% from the free throw line. His effective field goal yeah. percentage is 42.1. And his true shooting is 47.9. It's terrible. So bad. <laughs> it's it's so bad. so bad. the worst shooting but, season ever. So, not uh, right. actually, but like, oh, it's so, so oh, bad.
0: It's so bad. But here's something to keep in mind, though, is that you're, so you're saying it's probably not justified for me. Like, I should be thinking more, highly of paul george and i'm knocking him too much for playing with another you know top you know all nba type guy but like then why aren't we talking about kevin durant and steph because their numbers are just as good as paul george and their team has won more games so i don't think that's a fair narrative like kevin durant's averaging 27 7 and 6 and has a higher effective field goal percentage than, than paul george does and they've won more games a good counter, but he's like got I, Steph, Draymond,
1: Clay, and, and yeah, Bo- they have
0: yeah, they have more. But these guys have like team success and numbers are right up there. So i I have a tough time saying yes. Let's talk about Paul George, but like Steph is is having a he's one percentage under having a a fifty forty ninety season
1: yeah no i mean i I still am not um against the idea of of steph being in this too but he's in that tier. he's only in the tier two because he missed a stretch of games
0: yeah and i and i think that's fair like he's oh missed yeah games that's fine if if steph finishes at the end of the year not missing any more games and he finishes twenty twenty eight five and five like he's currently sitting and is making his effective field goal percentage of 62, like which is yeah, crazy I mean. that it's that high. Yeah, um, it's... No, he
1: is... I... um It, it shouldn't have taken... But just, like, his season this this year... I mean, yeah, he is... I have nothing but respect for Steph, and he's... Dude, I mean, I think he's... He, I mean, <laughs> he might be better than Katie, like, right now. Like, it's... Not actually, like overall, I get, but
0: I mean, like it's I've said, it's, Katie, it goes. Katie has been as not. He's had a down season from three. I think that if Katie he, was shooting higher of a clip, there sure. would be talking. Yeah, about it I mean, bit. but like just
1: overall in general, like because you and I have like sidebar stuff, which is something we will get to at some point. I have a mega like old man basket. My first true old man basketball take that I just talk about with Ultra and. uh friend of the pod do see about a lot, like just sprinkles of it, but it's a whole kind of thing about just the NBA in general and, and certain quote of the superstar attitude. But the premise basically is like, there's a tier and it's LeBron and Katie it was like, I, I kind of put them in one tier one. Everyone else is in tier two, but it's, it's, it's those two guys in Steph are like the tier one, one, a, you know, whatever you want, mega, Group kind of guys, um, in my opinion, but and it shouldn't have taken me this long to put Steph in there, but I have just been like immensely impressed and with him all season.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean Steph. Especially at the very beginning of the season, his numbers were even a little bit higher, and it seemed like he was trying to make a run for MVP. And but that's stalled it's, a little bit with his ankles. But
1: yeah, but I also it's some of it too is like my just appreciation for kind of as this like the shitstorm at moments with the Warriors has been. It's like it's really come out more this year than anything. But he is just like he's straight up runs that team and and does it so much. I mean, there's. There's a lot with Steph Curry that to kind of break down that we don't have time for today. But, um, like, it just – in general, like, this season he has impressed me. And, like, they will win this a, a championship, and I will 100% give all the credit to Steph for that this season. I still don't want him to win the finals MVP because I want that bit to continue. I want <laughs> I want to be able to tell my kids that, yeah, Steph Curry's won – X amount of championships, everything. Never won a Finals MVP though.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, I love you that. Were very, you were definitely on the bandwagon of him. He should have won last year, but
1: oh he, well. Yeah, And I said if you did win it last year, you should win it. I want him not to win it again. Like it's just, it's kind of like the Patriots with Brady. Like as long as Brady is in Belichick, yeah, just let him win them all. Like till it's done. Like until this Warriors thing is done. Let the Warriors keep winning if they have to, but do not let Steph win the Finals MVP.
0: Yeah, I—he's uh, gonna have another couple chances, I think. So
1: yes, and I want it, none of them. I want to be like over seven or something. Oh, it's
0: gonna get increasingly more funny as he continues to miss out on it.
1: Yes, we Maybe need we'll all to all be. Everyone, come and support me in this movement. Let's all get together and Steph's better, but not in the
0: not in the finals. So some other random um, updates, I guess, around the league. Even though the the trade deadline's over, we're now entering the buyout market. We, I think we mentioned West coming Matthews signing with the Pacers, which was somewhat surprising. Coming to the buyout market. Apparently, there was there were a handful of teams that were trying to bid for Enes cantor. Kanter. Uh, he ended up going to the Blazers today, despite including in the Turkish Lake. government. The Lakers trying to lure him over to LA. Um, which I don't I mean I don't think this moves the needle a ton, but it's nice to have some more bench scoring and he's gonna he's gonna get some good looks and provide some spacing for them. It's like how many how many big guys you need? I mean how many minutes is he, it Cancer gonna get with them? Can
1: you tell me and this is where maybe I'm a dumb bat, but like what is Enos Can like you Kanter and Nurkic like almost like replica basketball like players of one another,
0: Nurkic and Kanter? yeah, Nurkic and did I say Joe? I'm, I'm yeah, Nurkic. Uh, well, Nurkic can't really shoot threes. You just mean the like their build?
1: Yeah, just in general. I mean, yeah, yeah. This is their style. A slightly offensively, they the same, but Nurkic, they're pretty you know,
0: similar. Nurkic is a better passer. Nurkic is a better rebounder. Nurkic is a better defender, in my opinion, but. Do you think he's a better defender than than Annis? Oh, uh, I cancer is like unplayable. I don't think is that bad or I don't excuse me. Cantor I think is unplayable on the defensive end. Uh. I do not think Nurkic is to that extent. I don't think he's a great defender, but I don't no, think he's uh,
1: okay. That's all I okay. never mind. I I rescind back what yeah, I was I was what more so. I
0: was more the thing you're
1: saying Nurkic was a good defender.
0: And <laughs> no, he's probably a below average defender in the NBA, but he's not. You know, the narrative, especially in the in the playoffs, like last year against the Pelicans, was not. Damn, we can't even play Nurkic because he's killing us defensively. Yeah, while OKC literally could not play Cancer against Golden State three years ago, but even though he was scoring and shooting the ball really well, that he they was they just put him in pick and roll every single time on the offensive end and he couldn't do anything. Um, so I think it's not quite as bad. But then the other the other update, which is exciting news, although I want to get your take on Isaiah coming back for the Nuggets because while like, I'm a big fan of Isaiah and really hope that things pan out for him, um, I'm worried that with Monte Morris and his success with the team, like how – how many minutes are there really for Isaiah at this point? You know, like, I feel like him being healthy isn't really going to do much.
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, the, the issue they've, I've, I mean, even when they signed him was that that was a pretty crowded team uh, just in general with the amount of guys they had. And they've had more dudes emerge in this season than we even, um, I think, Eddie, like Malik Beasley is. Become a legitimate player for them, a contributor. Uh, yeah, Monte Morris, the other example. Like they've had other guys that they weren't even expecting going to season stepping up. I, uh, I, yeah, I'm with you 100. percent I think it'd be it'd be great if he was essentially like I would view him. And I'm, I'm sorry to bring this back to another Bulls thing, but like if Isaiah can get healthy, you get him some minutes, but. You know, maybe it's something for me even, like, if he's able to get right. Like, you, it just might be when someone else is having a cold night, you turn to Isaiah, and he, he can – I mean, he. I mean, defensively, you can never put him and Jokic together, like, in a lineup. But, like, if you need to spark one night and just the scoring isn't there, I mean, he might be that extra piece they can pull off and get – you know, rely on to run some offense and get scoring going for them. Uh, so that kind of seems like he's going to be more of that – secret, you know, breaking case of emergency guy when they, they just don't
0: have it offensively on some nights. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to be as be a fan of a Western Conference team that could really use uh, some, some point guard depth, especially right now. I'm going to be pretty annoyed if Isaiah ends up being great for the Nuggets given that there are just so many guys on that team that can produce on a given night like Malik Beasley was dropping 30 like it's nothing. And he's yeah. just like what what option is he for that team? He's option number 7 when Gary Harris <laughs> is is healthy and Harris isn't even healthy now. And, ah, the Nuggets are going to are good if if Jogic can keep this going. that team is going to be a force, but um yeah. I don't know. Excited to see how how he plays, and hopefully, you know, he can get twenty-ish minutes a game and make some stuff happen. Hopefully, stays healthy. Yeah, okay, I think. But like to... the the
1: Bulls, the Bulls related thing I was gonna say though was, which I didn't complete that portion of the thought was, uh, <laughs> like Nate Robinson for the Bulls, like just was was going like berserk, and it wasn't sustainable, right? But you know, won them a playoff series. Right. A year, you know, one of referencing back to another year of the Eric Rose, you know, not being able to be healthy and play.
0: Um, should we move on talk uh, talk about All Star Weekend a little bit?
1: Sure. Do you want to talk about the Chris? Where do you want to talk about Chris Bosch?
0: Oh yeah, let's let's talk about Chris Bosch a little bit. Did you listen to him on the Bill Simmons pod?
1: I have not listened to that podcast yet. Like I said, I'm only listening to our tape to make sure I'm better every week. Fair enough. Well, <laughs>
0: um, I don't listen to the
1: competitor.
0: <laughs> yep, we're really trying to go uh, go after Bill's spot here, S- but slowly but surely we'll get there. Everyone, yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, hey, uh, every listener counts. We, we love we love all of you. I value um, each
1: and every one of you.
0: So unfortunately, it looks like Chris Bosch is officially throwing in the towel uh, and calling his calling an end for his NBA career. Uh, he's gonna have his jersey retired for the heat um, you know and it just made me think a lot more about his time with the big three there in Miami and it's just insane to me to think about how much shit he got and for for being on that team. But, like, it's actually crazy. He seemed to be, if he would have been playing the stretch five now, he'd be so, so valuable in the league. But he was almost, because of the player he was before he went to Miami, he was just kind of discarded as... as the third wheel in that trio and just didn't really mean as much. But like at the end of the day, I don't think they, they beat the Spurs and you know, the second championship that they won without Chris Bosh. So um, I'm a fan. Um, I wish he would have been able to play longer.
1: Yeah. He, my, my take with Chris Bosh like the appreciation for Chris Bosh happened when LeBron went to Cleveland and like the people saw Kevin love trying to play that role and it, Kevin Love wasn't doing nearly as good of a job as Chris Bosh. Uh, and, I, I mean, in the, Chris Bosh also got a lot of shit and all that. Like, a lot of that came from that first year in Miami. Like, he, they really didn't know how to use him and figure out. Like, you had that piece along with LeBron and D- Dwayne Wade kind of looking at each other, being polite and like, oh, no, it's your, you know, whose team is it kind of thing. Um, and, and because of that, like, I think that just carried through to the rest of that, that heat run. But you're absolutely right. Like, he had some huge moments for him. And, yeah, it was also, like, there were points where LeBron deferred to him a few times in late game, and he missed shots. Um, when then people were saying LeBron needs to take those and all that, and he's never going to win. Um, but no, he was very, very good. And I don't know if you could really name me more than one or two other guys in the league that could have gone on that team and and played that role and, and figured it out and really been the, a really fantastic, like adaptable piece for them. Um, wasn't a guy that wanted to play center ever, um, on those teams, like fought it tooth and nail a lot. And they were but finally kind of just accepted it eventually in some way or another. But, right. you know, did what needed to be done. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall was super, super good. It's It does suck, man, because I do think he would, especially now, like he would be valued a lot. Like In the last three years, thinking we haven't had him, like imagine how much different that Heat team would look and just – a lot of what what has happened, um, yeah, with like the post-LeBron Heat would be very different if Chris Bosh was healthy and playing for them.
0: Yeah, I, um, a lot of what ifs with him. Um,
1: and it's just, it's I you don't want to say I like, hate because it's like yeah, but it, it it does feel like kind of a robbed thing. I'm sure he always feels that way, but like it's one thing if you hurt a ligament you like tear it and you're just not able to recover from that it's like because of blood clot like man that sucks like yeah, this is a this is a world-class professional athlete and like he's being like stopped because of blood like that sucks That just yeah. sucks it
0: sucks things like that and heart issues right often yeah are the cause of, of guys having to call their career like, perfectly early. healthy otherwise but this thing that like
1: Sure, people out of have. your control.
0: Yeah, like it sucks. I think he's gonna be. I don't know if he's gonna be a TV guy or if he's gonna get involved with front office somewhere, but he seems like the type that's gonna be involved uh, with the NBA in some fashion, and I hope so because he's, uh, he's. I mean, I've a... really only listened. He's done two podcasts with. Yeah. Um, BS. I don't. I can't think of any other things I've heard him on. But he's just. I really enjoy listening to him. Talk. He's a
1: really, he's a really, really good interview. At least like as like a someone to interview, he's very interesting. I'll, I'll be really excited for the Heat thirty of that little run, like his bits of that, because he is just yeah. He gives really thoughtful, good answers to every question he's ever asked.
0: Um. All right, All Star Weekend. We got. Uh, I'll just start from the top. I'm excited to hear what you got to think about the dunk contest, but um, I'm not. Gonna, I don't think we need to talk about it. the All Star Celebrity Game. Nope. Uh, or the Rising St- Rising now. Stars Challenge is kind of fun. Um, I wish I could watch that this year. Why? Uh, why? I think it's fun. I mean, Ben Simmons is going to be playing it with Luca, like. I think it'd be fun to see those two play. I mean, I know it's not that I've, big of a
1: deal. I've straight up, I'll be honest, I think I've, I've, I don't think I've ever watched a single one of those games. Ever.
0: I don't, I probably haven't watched one from end to end, but I have, okay. if that thing's
1: on, I've watched more celebrity games than I have the, <laughs> that Rising Stars game. Because wow. they play less defense. Like people talk about, like, you want to talk about no defense whatsoever. It's, That is, uh, that's what that is. That thing is, that thing is straight up. It's not even, you know, I don't find it entertaining at all.
0: In the skills challenge, we got Luka, Trey Young, De'Aaron Fox, Mike Conley, Jokic, Jason Tatum, Kuzma, and Vucevic. Who you like out of that group? Jokic has won it before. Yeah. I kind of, it
1: feels, De'Aaron Fox seems nice. So I mean, I was honestly between Jokic and, and Kuzma for the for it. Um, kind of feel I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with Jokic though, just because he's won it before. It's just it seems like it would be fitting that he wins that this year.
0: Um, three point contest. We got the Curry brothers, Dirk, Buddy Heald, Dame. Chris Milton, Kemba, Danny Green, Devin Booker, Joe Harris. And uh, last year, Devin Booker won it. Um, I kind of think, I they I think the if you were to bet on this, which I don't know if you can on Bovada, but I would like to see what Steph's odds are. They're probably, I mean. He's got to be the favorite here. Yeah. Normally, I would like. I'm not picking against the best shooter of all time here.
1: No. I I think it would if <laughs> I'm looking at this list again to see if I would if I'd wanna make it. Honestly I think if I if I picked someone else just off a cuss, if I picked a guy that not named Steph to win it, I would I'm gonna pick uh Joe Harris. <laughs>
0: I would. Lo- I want Joe Harris to win. <laughs> right? If if yeah, or I mean, seeing Dirk win. Would be I know. I want cool Steph
1: too. I would. I, what I'd really like is if it was Steph Joe and Harris Seth
0: versus. Uh, that would be
1: cool. Steph and Seth in the final round against each other. And that's Seth what the
0: NBA has. wants. I know that for sure. Oh yes, definitely. Too bad it's it's not an easy contest to rig. <laughs> nope, yeah. not an easy one at all. That's
1: the Pretty- probably the. The skills in that are the two most unriggable of them. Pretty, like NBA pretty conspiracy, binary. Yeah, NBA conspiracy theorists can't quite figure out how they
0: pull it off, and they make certain people with that one. I know. Uh, all right, dunk contest. Here we go. The much anticipated. John Collins, Hamdu Diallo, Miles Bridges, Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. I believe won it last year. Yeah. So who you
1: got? So uh, this is the be- this is the uh, this is the bet that you can have the field
0: if I get John Collins. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Twenty bucks on that. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Damn,
1: you're gonna be down forty bucks by the time we record next week. Yeah. Money's fluid. Money's yeah. money. This is not gonna mean anything anymore at some point. Um, the uh. So the other thing I was thinking about with this, so we were talking and, and panning about Vince Carter being doing this, so he's not doing it. I'm wondering if he'll do, like, a dunk. He'll help John Collins with one of his dunks. But if I really thought, NBA's been getting, you know, a lot of credit for being, uh, like, the, the live action, like the, the unscripted sort of wrestling, uh, having, like, the wrestling storylines and all that. How? Tell me if you get behind this idea. So whoever wins the dunk contest, they end up timing where they cut it a little short. Since there's only four guys, they got more time than they normally do for this event. So whoever wins, all of a sudden all the lights dim down, and Vince Carter comes out in his Carolina jersey, and they just do like a best three dunk off. Like Vince Carter gets to know like his three. Whoever wins though just has to
0: out go against Vince
1: yeah they just they both do their best three dunks but like Vince gets to have his three best that you can do right now like the other guys might have been using it to win that portion of it but it's like a kind of like a video game boss level like final stage move like yes you won but now
0: sir so are you asking me if I would like that yeah do you think that would be fun I like, would fucking love that what's th- not to love right I mean the dunk contest typically sucks like if i'm being honest on the we had a brief glimpse into what it should be when aaron gordon and zach levine went against zach levine it was the best it was incredible that or the 97
1: the 97 one's still very good
0: but i i gotta say like zach levine won but the dunk that i remember the most is aaron like aaron gordon had the like he went underneath both legs (laughs) i'm i mean i
1: I, don't get this was nuts no so
0: i'm um you know if anything that they could do to really spice things up and make things more exciting i'm for that but it's just it's tough because like you do that and you bring Vince out and you have a th- you know best th- each of you have to do three dunks and then you're gonna rank the combination of those three dunks out of. Will they 10 take or two of the?
1: Well, no my my last part would be they would just it would be your top two
0: scores of those three. So that's where hmm. I was going with that is that but like that has room for error too because how many misses do you get? How long? You, there's a timed thing and that's has its ups. Like there's some good and bad things about any format. And I just don't think they've found the right way of doing it.
1: No, no, no. But I'm just saying like, they've done this thing. They did this honorary exception thing for Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki. We don't know if this is Vince's last year, but I just think if, since it's in Charlotte and with all like him playing in Carolina, him being the age he is and can still dunk very well, I don't like. I don't know if it would just turn into. I wouldn't want it to be like a sympathy thing of like him doing a semi-simple dunk and then giving him tens for it. But like, if if you could give him and be like Vince, you got three like decent dunks in you. You could do.
0: I mean, you like know he does, and I would. I would love that to answer your question. Yeah, I'm
1: even all... if he ends up losing it, like even if it's like a you know a pass, a true passing of the torch. But I just think like the moment of like if they did it right of him coming out like to do a dung would like the bat as like basketball fans in general and stuff or watch like NBA fans would eat that up, even if it ended up being kind of under delivered, just like the, the hype behind it or him actually showing up and like them treating it in a, a wrestling moment type flair to it would be an all time. Like it would, it would be a great moment. And I wonder if they're secretly doing it. I don't think so, but if I were in the NBA, like that would be. A, if you're listening, guys, there's still time. If Vince is gonna be around, I don't know. If he Vince wants to do a vacation, wants to be away and take a break and you know enjoy himself, I don't want to make him. But if for some reason he's just gonna be there, yeah, that's where we have to. Just
0: like come on, come love it No, I think I think that's a good idea, and I'm all for it. Uh, and then we, the last, last but not least, we got the all-star game on Sunday, which you're going to, I got Team you LeBron, you got Team Giannis.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, Giannis been right. getting a lot, got a lot of crap for draft like
1: drafting like a 10-year-old. I get he it.
0: Drafted, he drafted so many centers. What are you doing? Man, you don't need he, centers. He, <laughs> he uh, juked while everyone else swore. What's the saying? <laughs> he zigged while everyone else zagged. Thank you there you go um any shout outs p j oh, I was supposed to have some <laughs> well, you can always save those for the big one hundredth episode next week
1: um, oh, I do um well, yeah, it depends when they pinman record it's a great question um. Oh man, what a, I had something. I feel like I had something. Oh, <laughs> shout out to this. Tommy Wiseau from The Room is coming out with a new movie called Big Shark. Everyone needs to Google that trailer and watch it.
0: Is it good?
1: He's essentially taking the... You know that picture of the shark swimming in the water uh, that always shows up on like Twitter or social media like, oh my god, look how bad this is. Like, there's a shark swimming on the f- the highway type thing. Yeah. He basically took the, that picture and, like, turned it into a movie premise, I think.
0: All but I'm Greg Sotero,
1: who's also in the room, is in it. It. I'm going to be seeing it.
0: The uh, first story I see in Google is Big Shark. Tommy Wiseau releases a preposterous trailer for follow-up to the worst movie of all time. Yeah. Wow. Well uh, I'm excited. I'm gonna watch that as soon as you and I are done yeah. here.
1: Also shout out to the Zion William Williamson block against Virginia. Um what an incredible scary play. Um and then shout out Duke for coming back against Louisville last night and winning that game. Uh Cam Reddish with the big old um shot to, to tie that game at the end. Yeah. And that was uh, a crazy game finally oh did we mention jeremy lynn signed with the raptors
0: no we didn't but oh, that was one thing that wasn't a real shout out i had but and just seeing my i'm happy notes. for him i found a much my notes. better situation jeremy lynn deserves to have a good basketball situation for like at least 40 games i mean <laughs> oh, okay he's been sw- he's been drowning on the hawks and he has he had the gone- best
1: three weeks of anyone in
0: like anyone's life
1: like He's fine. Yeah,
0: but he also dealt with racism and never ended up getting paid that much money. And then he went to the Nets. He dude, had the Hornets. He played dude. well for a stretch. He went to the Nets and got he can go play in an China Injury after and injury, make tons of money. Oh, don't be racist. Come on. What? No, I'm just like <laughs> I'm kidding. Nothing I'm racist
1: kidding. about it. I'm saying like <laughs> if if someone were to challenge Stefan Marbury, it'd probably be Jeremy
0: Lin or Jim or or Jimmer Fredette too. Yeah. No, nah, um, be better. Oh, I mean, the last he, one I, I had was... I he's, think he's good enough to play in the NBA. It's just he's not great.
1: Oh, no. No, Jeremy. No, I'm not... No, I'm saying if he wanted to get money, he would go play in China. Sure. Okay. Gotcha. That's all I was saying. Uh, and the last shot I had was uh, MJ with the most old man uh, <clears throat> response to when they asked about it. what was harder, Russ's triple doubles or Harden's 30-point game streak. And he basically came back and was like, "Well, you know, I won six rings.
0: <laughs> it was a good trump card. I he. It was a funny quote, and uh, I saw. I don't remember what if it was ESPN or Bleacher Reporter what posted that quote, and then I saw James Harden liked it. So, or I think him and Russ both liked it. I mean, so. no one is it's gonna fine. say, yeah. I mean. Yeah, you can't even get if you're. One Part of those men is wearing his,
1: can't be like Well, Westbrook wears his shoes.
0: Yeah, I was say, like, I wear your logo. Mm. So, what are you going to do? Um, my one shout-out, um, a little background. We've definitely hinted at this, but we have not had a great stretch of betting. Oh,
1: you're going to... I didn't know if we were going to talk about this yet. I was going to wait until after
0: tonight. And... We are currently on our hottest streak in a while. Knock on wood. <laughs> and when we say hottest, we mean like actually we're on like winning five better. out of six bets. Like we're <laughs> we're winning a little bit. And um, shout out to our good friend Cam's girlfriend Amara. She's really she making all our, of our picks. She is our Nostradamus. She Except, do you want
1: to really know what the Knicks, Do you want to know what the Knicks-Philly score is right now? Who do we bet on? We took. She picked the Knicks plus ten. Uh, are they down by twenty? It's eighty-seven, sixty-two with eight thirty left in the game. Uh,
0: <laughs> she she's getting victim. She's she's. E check. Damn. Well. Eight ten left in the third. We got time. Yeah. Can Zion <laughs> come on the Knicks right now and help lead the comeback? Jeez. Come on, Dennis. Dennis Smith Jr. Got to step it up. Um, but hey, uh, anything else, PJ? Uh, whoo. Big episode 100 next week.
1: Oh, shout out that Ariana Grande album we were talking about earlier. Yeah. We need to vocalize it's,
0: that. It's good. good. Listen to it. If Listen to that, folks. But, um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, I'll give the same spiel I always do Leave us a re- review on Stitcher, iTunes At the point forward NBA at gmail.com At the point forward on Twitter At Killer on Twitter We'll talk to everyone